dude, why? <laughs> why did they do that? Because well, people who don't drink sugary sodas need their Baja Blast, too. Oh, man. Just like... I don't drink Mountain I- Dew, like, ever, but that's actually pretty good. So I usually stick to Dr. Pepper. But Boy, this one specific. guy... Just fucking drinks the goddamn Kool Aid. <laughs> we are live, so don't bite yourself in the ass, there, Mike. Uh, okay, I'll be quiet. <laughs> Gonna get kicked off this show, on, Dakota. Yeah, look, I was delete uh, your account. Man, last time, it, like it didn't end good for any of us, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Brett at? Where's Tyler at? Uh, you know, that's a really good question. They're probably, uh, just he hauling. I figured Tyler would want to be in on this one, just, uh, considering what the beast banging was, but I know, you know, it's, it's like, like it's it, yeah. his boy, but if he misses it, he misses it. But we do have TMT DB in the chat and ghost Lord Peter in the chat. So <laughs> Peter uh, getting the shout show out to them. Yeah. Uh, I am primal Sabbath. You can find me everywhere at primal Sabbath. Dalton, where can people find you? You can find me everywhere at Daltonian STF or Daltonian95 on YouTube. Oh, you finally changed it? Uh, not not on Twitter or everywhere else. It's still okay. TFs. I was going to say, man, you really, uh, you really, really strayed from the path from uh, TFs well, to 95. Uh... <laughs> Candace, where can people find you at? Um, you can find me at either Canned Ice Santora or Candace Santora. Just search. Do, do the do legwork, people. Search. Damn. There you go. So, so, starting to sound like Joe. You can find me here. So, tell them to yeah. Tell them to put in the work. That's yeah. I like now, that. Now she needs a brand as one thing and be done with it. Eh, like I did. Doesn't matter. I, I still, uh, I'm still owed 20% of the Angry Mike uh, profit well, fund, correct? For, uh, yeah. 20% every time he brings up a certain name. Yeah, that's, uh, oh, definitely. That's, you know, but that's, that's part of the, uh, that's part of, part of the, the naming package. That's just my, my services rendered unto you. So, uh, Mike, where can people find you at? Uh, making kitchen noises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's Sarah sure. cooking tonight? Chili. Oh, with or without the beans? With. Oh, gross. Oh, <laughs> no, I've never liked beans, dude. Never. You were, we were just talking about how you do not like beans. He was telling me when he goes Taco Bell, it's like everything he gets, no beans. And what else was it? No beans. And no else? sour cream and no tomatoes. And the no guacamole. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm like, and that's that's another thing. I'm not a big guacamole eater, but like, I love avocado and sushi. Um, and like, I don't like tomatoes, but I love ketchup and like, you know, mar- like you know, making marinara sauce, like things that tomatoes make. I thoroughly enjoy. Uh, I just don't like tomatoes themselves. It's you like don't care where they come from. They're just a really weird tasting water. That's all they are. It's just really <laughs> weird tasting water. These sound like people who don't like watermelon. Yeah, uh, you, like you know, like I, I do. You know, if like you gotta, you gotta like pour some sugar packets on it. But I do like me some watermelon. <laughs> Mike doesn't like watermelon, but he likes watermelon flavor. 
Really? I don't like watermelon <laughs> no, flavor. Just a lot of people like watermelon flavor and hate the actual fruit. Like it's such a difference in flavor. That's strange. That's like that's people. Really now that's see that's I'm I, like I'm kind of the opposite man. I don't like watermelon flavored stuff. No, because it's I don't like completely artificial. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of strange. So, uh, banana lamps, where can people find you at? Ironically, I don't like bananas, but I like the taste of banana and other things. Oh, yeah, so like you like the banana Laffy Taffy, don't you? I like banana bread. And I like banana oh, yes. flavored stuff. But I don't like bananas themselves. See, again, I'm the opposite. I will eat bananas, but I will not eat banana flavored stuff. I get scared of bananas because you never know if there's a big spider in them. <laughs> I was going to ask if, if it was because it looks like a, a, a large yellow penis, but uh, no, no, spiders definitely, spiders definitely uh, make them equally fearful for me now. Uh, so now I don't like bananas anymore. Way to go, Mike. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks, I hate it. It's all right. I mean, it's not like I was actively like healthily eating bananas anyways. So, uh, Come on, man. You need your like, serotonin and your potassium. Now, what what I'll do, what I'll yeah, you can get those from like a chalky pill. But uh, what I will do is like like apples and apple juice. Love some apples and apple juice and like yeah. apple sauce, like apple everything. Apples are delicious. Apple pie. It's nature's ball of sugar. I like I like natural grapes, but I also like grape soda, grape drink, grape Kool Aid. You can't go wrong with grape drink. Exactly. What about what about blue chew? Guava is another one. I thought it was chew blue, or is no, it blue? blue? No, it's chew blue. What the fuck? Uh, is so, that? Did, uh, Dalton, did you get anything in the mail this week? I did. I got a, three things in the mail this week. Cool. I've got the Generation Select Sea Wing, still a beast. Uh, Generation Select Nautilator, and I got the Transform Element Mice Warriors. All right, a, a singular figure with a plural name. Weird. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird too. I was like, they intend this thing to be a troop builder, or like maybe they just—they're not familiar with Rat Trap. They're like, oh, he was in the show. Let's make him. Maybe it's um, just bad translation. Mike, like, did you get like anything Captain this Banana? I got also seaweed and a uh, lob claw. Lob Clow, according to the box. Yeah, that's really different names. That's actually all I got, um, and I'm really happy with them. Oh, well, that's good, you know, um, as long as you're able to fill the empty void. Oh, hey, yeah, now, he, should, he, should, he should just be happy, Mike, today, since he's finally enjoying something. Yeah, I always never enjoy last. stuff except talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, too. What a, what a pee-pee head. Uh, Candace, did you get anything this week? I got nothing. Mm, bummer. Yeah, Tyler, did you get anything in the mail this week? I did. I got the uh, Amazing War Yamaguchi Marvel. Amazing Yamaguchi War Machine. Nice. Okay. It's good. really good. Yeah, it's re- I'm going to customize it to be the Punisher War Machine, but it's really good. I'm surprised they didn't make one like on their own, you know? It might still be coming. Uh, so then would you feel bad if you customized yours then? Maybe. Now I don't know if I want to customize it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just wait. Yeah, play the waiting game. 
That's what I would do. What else did I got? I think that's it. Oh, I got the Insecticon from Brother Kyle. BK hooked me up. Nice. Getting those uh, big kid male toys, huh? Oh, yeah, Burger King. Burger King hooked you up pretty nice. Jesus Christ. Dalton, why are you not a rapper? (laughs) Huh? Speaking of speaking of BK, brother Kyle on the chat. Also, Leonardo one one in the chat. Um, thank you all for asking what I got this week. I got uh, <laughs> the I got a, I got a Takara Dinobot that is uh, a variant to the one that I had. It uses the Kenner tooling, uh, the Kenner Dinobot tooling instead of the Kenner Grimlock tooling. So had to have it. It was a variant of my favorite character. And a uh, big shout out to Joe. He found that one for me. Uh, he also found for me, and I got it in the mail with it, the Green Eyes Depth Charge. The ever-elusive Green Eyes Depth Charge. Mm-hmm. Finally caved, huh? <laughs> caved? I've been looking for it, but I mean, I finally got it. Um, I was I got... last time you said you weren't... <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a year ago, and things oh. changed like a week after I said that. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I want it. Um, I also got Transform Elm or not Trans- uh, Transart Toy Strange Friend. Yay. I got that in the mail. Yeah. Uh, mine came with a battery. So, yes. yeah. There was that. Uh, it's got the weak pistons, but I did figure out a way to strengthen them up so it doesn't, like, always slouch over. Um, the, the trade-off is, like, the pistons don't go all the way down, but, like, I don't need them to either. It's just a, I just needed to stay in there. Look good. Um, <laughs> Looks strange. I, I also <laughs> got... Uh, Three volcano balls for my Beast Wars volcano playset. I still need one to make it like complete, complete, but I'm also kind of okay if it's just seven of them. And I found out that the motor in that playset was burned out. So, yeah, because I'm a bit of a handyman, I I like I took it apart. I looked at the motor, and on really tiny letters, it's like the company that made the motor. So I just uh. Gave that in, you know, the old Google, and it took me to an Amazon link uh, where uh, those motors are available. So I picked one of those motors up, and I think it actually may have a stronger RPMs than the the one that came in the playset had. So it's, unfortunately, it's uh, it's not like an essential thing or whatever. Amazon's like taking the the slow route to get it out. I should have it first week of May, and I can't wait so I can actually get my volcano playset to work. But, um. But yeah, so there was uh, there was that that was oof that was kind of unfortunate there. But at least there's a way to make it work again. Yeah. All right, are you done? Passive aggressive Sabbath. Mm. <laughs> Did you get anything else? I got to take a look at uh, <laughs> the transform element mice warriors, and we'll talk about that later. Um, I got Tyler's uh, Metals Megatron from Toy World, the Toy World Transmetal Megatron, and it is the yeah, Takara yeah. Metals color one. So I got yeah, that. you can you can review it for sure, but I think I want to buy the Kenner colors one because that was the the show. I don't like the purple. So. Well, it depends on the scene. Like, I I mean, he really did appear in both colors, in my opinion. I'll have like, to go back and watch, but I don't know, man. I was like, when you when you sent the picture, I was like, fuck. 
I was so looking forward to like the Kenner one because like when I was growing up, man, I had the original toy and like the in my mind the original toy was right off the screen. Well, I think that's what the problem is, is you're just going based off of your nostalgia. Yeah. Exactly. Just that's, just like how everyone said that trans that Transart Transmutate was too tall. And we all know Transart Transmutate wasn't too tall. She is perfectly scaled. <laughs> In my mind, Transmetal Megatron is no. gold and not purple. But it's fine. I'm sure, like, I'll, I'll, I'm interested to see a review on it uh, eventually, because, like, I feel like it's going to be a nice toy. And before we, like, move on, I feel like there's a topic of discussion right here about Toy World doing all these different, what, four variants of the same figure for what re- whatever reason. Yeah, the Grimlock, the Weathered Grimlock, the Toy Megatron, the Anime Megatron. Was there another one? No, I, think I that's it. That. I think it was four. Unless they do Predacon. So let's talk about no. Toy World for a second. Because let's look at their track record. They did, what, 11 Devastators? They repaid yeah. oh my God. shit out of that. Am I right? You got a black one. You got a, a Shattered Glass one, the yellow one, right? The G2 one. Uh, the orange all one. Of those, all of those ones were Weathered. You had a clear one. You had a clear black one. You had the like cel-shaded so one. Many, the cel-shaded one. You had so many different variants, right? And I'm so curious how they're able to do that, but not go under from making so many different variants of different toys because of all the runs that they'd have to do, right? And because they do, they do it consistently. Look at their bulldog and how many variants of that came out, and the the star scream that they were putting out. And how many variants they're coming out with that, and now this Megatron. And the, the Bumblebee. And the Bumblebee, right? So I'm curious. See, I don't keep up with them. I don't keep up with them enough to know that they were actually doing all this, but that's ridiculous. Like that's abs- like that's absurd. I agree. But in a sense, I'm also kind of like, that's kind of rad that they're giving fans so many options because it kind of almost proves that it's not very costly to do that. Or maybe it does cost a whole lot, and the person that runs Toy World is just swimming in yen. But like, <laughs> I don't believe so. I, I like, I personally don't know. But like, if it's if it's so easy to give you so many options as fans, how come we don't see other companies doing it, giving you more options so you can decide which one you like better instead of making you stick to a certain aesthetic? Because I think that's asinine. Like as someone who typically does like choices, I think it's I think it's absurd for a company to do to like right out the gate have like five to nine repaints of this one thing. But I know like like I, to me that's just not a very sound business decision. I don't know if Toy World owns their own factory. If that's the case, maybe that's how they're able to do it. But like to me, I think on the you know, on the the return end, I just I just don't see that being feasible. I know, like, if if I was in the retail game and I was like, you know, trying to sell this stuff for a living, there's no way, there's no way I would like I would even bother with anything from Toy World because then like you gotta you gotta be like, well, what do, what are people gonna want the most? Are they gonna want uh, this version, this version, this version, or this version? And nine times out of ten, you could probably just be like, well, whatever's closest to the show accuracy is gonna be the one people are gonna go with, like. Right, and like I know them doing it is crazy, but the fact that they can do it and still be a company and still be around and make more figures for people, I think that kind of says something. 
Because I think the it says they're not. There, I think it says they don't have a profit do margin. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, but you'd think they'd have to in order to make so many different variants. Well, there's a lot of these. A lot of these dudes just do it for the love of it, you know. Um, I mean, I don't got you don't start fucking K for a single mold for the love of it. <laughs> I mean, I, I relate with you, but it's 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 a different <laughs> it's a different beast over there in China, you know, like. They that like they want this stuff as bad as we want this stuff, and uh, you know for them it's just like all right, well we'll just make it. Like we got everything here to make it with. Um, then it's like the you know the, the dude that owns uh, KFC and uh, X Transbot. It's like that guy confirmed has his own factory, and he's just like running off Tupperware and shit, and uh, he's just like I want some Transformers. So you know here's here's this. Uh, TM2DB in the chat says there's 1.4 billion Chinese people, 350 million Americans, and 35 million Canadians. It's 37, thanks. Um, <laughs> they can outsell us three to one and not have enough for everyone. <laughs> and I believe that's true. I feel like a lot of the time when we have these discussions, we don't consider the overseas market. Unless we're talking about Masterpiece because we don't want to lose that argument. But like, maybe Toy World. Well, we're, also, like, we're also arguing a Japanese market versus a Chinese market at that point, too. So I guess so. You know, I don't know. I, just, I, think, I think it's interesting because these guys, like Toy either they're very foolish by coming out with all these different variants or they they know something that the rest of us don't and they're able to give us all these different variants at very cost effectively um, all at the same time uh, for options for the fans and the consumers whereas other companies don't do that and I'm curious as to why but I, you know, I, th- I think it's going to be one of those deals where it's just like no one's ever going to know uh, just because yeah. it's, you know, just the, I guess, the secrecy of all of it, right? You know, the... That's all, true. All that stuff, I guess. I need to get Bob <clears> But it is. It's, it's strange. I need to get Bob on the job. I'll, I'll hit up Skullface and see if he can do some digging. Put, put Bob on the job. <laughs> does he does he even give a shit about Transformers anymore? <laughs> Anyway, I mean, it's it is what it is. Hey, we got a beast banging this week. <laughs> so, uh, Tyler, this this one is going to be one like just going to I guess let you run with it. Cyber Shark, do 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 do. This is hands down, hands down. This is my favorite Beast Wars toy. Like maybe just of the deluxe variety, but like this is one of the figures that I look back on most fondly as a kid. And it was one of my most, like I paid, I think it was 75 or $80 new in box just so I could have a cyber shark that was perfect. And I could take it out and put it on display in my shelf. And I knew it was complete. And I I, I don't look back. Like I could have gotten it for $20 loose. You know, well, like I was gonna say, like now, now you're paying like seventy bucks loose, and like just just to show, like this one, you know, missing a little bit of paint here on this eye. Um, guess that's just one of those wear and tear parts. But like, I, dude, I was not. I think I paid forty for this one uh, a year or two ago, and like, oh, dude, I just I was not about that price. Although, like, I'm not saying it's it's not worth it because I think it is. Like you said, it's one of the cooler 
deluxe figures that definitely, you know, obviously that wasn't in the show. But uh, you could have gotten this uh, from Kenner or Takara. They would have been the exact same, I'm pretty sure. Um, That's one of those ones. Yeah, I don't don't think there were any variant differences between the two. So, so yeah, the hammerhead short. Let let me paint a picture for you. I like this mold so much that before I even found out about the show – I knew that there was Japanese Transformers. And before I found out or watched the show even, I went and bought myself a Sharp Edge and a Hellscream just to go with this guy because of how much I love this mold and how, how cool it looks. With the accessories and that like the heads coming. Like my Sharp Edge, I have him using his head as like a sword. And the tail switch blade and the other. Like these guys yep. got like this straight out of the deep sea mixtape vibe going on on my shelf. Like they look so good together. <laughs> So that's where, like, you know, like just getting into the robot mode here. And that's so, how I display the fins too. I flip them up like, like fucking devil horns on the back. <laughs> that's not, that's the only way to do it. Uh, exactly. They move for a reason, and that's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> so for this guy to be a maximal is, um, in my opinion, kind of surprising. Like, look, this face does not scream a maximal face. Yeah, like, honestly, sharp edge, sharp edges doesn't either. You know what I mean? Like he's got a very just kind of evil looking head sculpt, but like I don't know for if it's sure evil, but it's like a no bullshit. It's not like a like a sensitive maximal head. This yeah, this doesn't sure. look like a good guy. This no. like an anti-hero maybe, but like even then like this guy looks like he this this dude looks like he fucking pulls toenails off of his victims before he kills them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Rips the fins off. Yeah. yeah. You know, but you get full storage, which is something you know. You guys know how I am about weapon storage. This is everything stored on them. You can't <laughs> see the tail; it's folded back up behind. But uh, there you go. You can see it that way. But there's, there's, dude. There's just so much, like I guess, play option. And this is a character that I think would have benefited from the show, and the like being in the show rather, and and just the the creativity that the show creators had. Because like you get to like flip this up and it's on a trigger and it can launch this this hammerhead, right? They can do that. You get the switchblade, this thing. Oh, it's not a gun and it's not a sword. I don't know what it is, but it's not like it's 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 wild. Uh, and like honestly, for Sharp Edge, I'm undersling this weapon. Yep. Where I yeah, have, yeah. I put it I put it up top for. Hammer or uh, for Cyber Shark here. Just, so uh, I undersling both of them personally, um, mm-hmm. just because I think it looks cooler. But so this is actually the only character from Beast Wars that I've commissioned artists to draw for me. I got one from Bobby Skullface, which I posted on the Stasis Lock page months and months ago. Uh, but he did a really cool piece for me, and Oscar Alonso from uh, Shattered Cast Uncut is currently working on. Uh, a little something for me, and like Cyber, Sh- I think Cyber Shark is the Beast Wars character that I'm gonna get as a tattoo because he, he just like represents what I love about this series the most, and it's just like cool, cool fucking like animal sculpts and cool robot modes and just like I don't know, man. I can't say enough good shit about this figure and about this character. And interestingly enough, like the character of Cyber Shark. Is he's like supposed to be like a pirate bounty hunter, which just it, it blows my mind. Like it makes sense for the 
the the shark teeth, I guess. I like the bounty hunter aspect because I, I guess it just kind of reminds me a little bit of Death Charge too. Even though like Death Charge isn't a bounty hunter per se, uh, he's like a peace marshal. But I mean, they still do bounty hunter ish kind of shit. Um, but I always felt like that's something we just didn't get a whole lot of out of Beast Wars. Was like bounty hunters. You know, we've gotten it in like animated and Prime and the movies, and we got it in uh, G one and stuff like that. But we never got you know we never got that aspect of it in Beast Wars. No, I agree. I feel like I feel like his character should have been utilized a lot more than it was. Because like, what's also cool is he's he's a giant. He's a giant basic. He's just an upscaled basic class flip former without the springs. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's. I think, I mean, we've I talked think... about it before, but that's. It's just. It's a, just an awesome design concept. He didn't need to be overly designed just to still look cool. You know. Watch him be the next one that JX does after Tiger Hawk. Oh no, it's it's got to be Dino. But I, like, I want these companies to do show characters. If they want to go to non-show characters after they finish show characters, I will indulge them for sure. Um, but like, not before. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyways, you can have him. You can have him hold his hammerhead uh, launching accessory as like I guess. An axe. I think of it as an axe. I don't know if anyone else thinks of it as an axe. I definitely think of it as an axe. I treat it as a hammer because it's hammerhead. Yeah. So it's just That's a giant shark. I just think like, these could be like sharp. You know? I don't know. Do it before you leave the ledge. He can hold both of them if you want him to. So there's that. And he can also, he comes with missiles. Like this dude's loaded to the nines. And you can stick a missile in this like cannon chest that he has. Like again, and dude, the I just think they could have done. Sculpted with shark heads on them too. Yeah, they got little <laughs> shark heads on them. Like I think, the, I think the showrunners could have done such an awesome story with this guy. But you Seriously, can also, man. he can also He's wield the these things. For the win. Like Silverbolt, you know what I mean? Like clubs. I guess if he wanted to, he could throw them as missiles, or he could beat someone over the head with them like they're clubs. I don't know, but like you, you have like all these different for this guy and it's uh it is it's it's an awesome figure uh and i think he's got the best head sculpt out of sharp edge and hell scream i think cyber shark just has the best standard head sculpt in my opinion brother kyle i think is a star scream uh character brother kyle you should chase down the hell scream if you haven't already because that is because star scream yeah it is Beast Wars second Starscream after he got reformatted. And he has, like, it, so instead of, like, uh, a left arm, that one has, like, the tail comes off and plugs in to be this big gun arm. It's oh my, ridiculous. It's so cool. Pure ridiculousness. But what's if you can't fight a hell scream, just get an overbite. No, no, they're not the same. Overbite they're is like, less, it's, like, supposed to be the same, but it's less pain apps and it's got that giant fucking stupid Decepticon symbol on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how you can take that big it? stupid Decepticon symbol off? A little bit of rubbing alcohol. Actually, yeah, I found something. I found something over the weekend. I was uh, doing. I was doing some customizing. Um, you guys know that green top uh, Tamiya liquid cement that I talked a whole bunch of shit about. The extra thin. Yeah. So if you just get some of that, it will brush all of the paint off. Like, I guess because it has some properties that will just melt paint. Like, because I had something, dude, I left I left these pieces soaking in 91% rubbing alcohol for two straight days, and the paint still wasn't coming off. Oh so I just God. took this stuff, and it comes with a little brush application, and I literally just started brushing at it with the liquid cement, 
because it's so thin, it's not really going to like dry up and, and cause like a cakey, you know, super glue layer. But right. it literally like I, I brushed at it, stuck it under water and it and like it rinsed off. The paint rinsed off it. This shit's crazy good. That like, is crazy. I'm never going to use it for no, actual super glue. I'm just break these paint. I'm just gonna use it. I'm just gonna use it for uh for paint removal, like from here on out. I mean, whatever what's works up? for you. That's what's up, Candace. Did you ever have any good memories with Cyber Shark? I don't. Well, I don't have that one. No. What? I know. Oh. I know. I don't. I, I'm sorry. I have the. Do you know you don't have that one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I know there was a time <laughs> when you weren't sure. What you had? Yeah, now I'm yes, I'm sure now. That's I, a bummer. I, I know. I'm ashamed. Wow. What's a bot got to do for you to buy them nowadays, huh? Be voiced by Gary Chalk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a few calls, put out a few bucks, donate to a few shelters. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> so, okay, Ty. Yeah, man. No, honestly, Cyber Shark. I think Cyber Shark will be will always be the that one character. If I ever commission an artist, it'll be I want to see your best version of Cyber Shark because like it just embodies what I love. Like it's season one, it's all it's an all organic beast mode. It hides the robot perfectly, and it's a badass robot to boot. Like fucking, that's good. He's no Dinobot, but he is really cool. Just I think a- <laughs> I think I think if this guy and Dinobot went up against each other, it would be a better fight than Primal and Dinobot, and that was a kick ass fight. I was going to be like, are you throwing shade or uh, what do you want to do? <laughs> I think, I think first they'd, I be, you're, well, they'd, they'd be besties. They'd be besties for sure. <laughs> oh, definitely. I think they would form their own faction. Like, they're just like, oh, <laughs> get this maximum yeah. shit. I agree. Call it the honor cons. The honor cons. Oh, do God. pirates have honor? Like, I, mean, I guess they they have like their own pirate code of honor. I don't know. Well, you don't get to say cringe. That's part of your race, son. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, An honor cons. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, sweet sweet figure. If you don't have it, or if you just don't have that mold, man, like I definitely recommend you go and pick it up. Like Sharp Edge is a pricey boy now too, but you know, like I don't know. Hellstrom sure? is a pricey boy. Well, I guess we're going to do Sharp Edge at another time because it's technically like a remold, right? That's a different character, too. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, But before we get started on this super light news week, uh, you can go check us. You can go follow us on Instagram. Whatever you do on Instagram, we're there at Stasis Lock Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Wars. You can follow us on Twitter. We don't post anything over there at Stasis Lock Cast. <laughs> And you can always email us any questions or concerns about how you feel about this show at stasislockpodcast at gmail.com. The sweetheart Joe is always checking that email. And, and he'll get back to you eventually. Eventually. <laughs> don't forget to join our Instagram. Do what? It's not that we don't post. We're just slow over there. Facebook is our do... mainstay. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't even check the Twitter anymore. I'm just like, eh, eh. Well, it's it's there for brand protection, I guess. Um, I think that shows our age, though, because like all the kids use Twitter and and the gram, and us old heads are you know staying on the book. That's that's the thing, dude. Like more more of the older fans use Twitter and Instagram 
than like Facebook. Well, yeah, because that's where all the younger fans are, and that's where you that's where you got to use your uh, your sense to get all the monies from the ad revenues. And the global I guess. Warming, you know the yeah the flat Earth warming. all that. <laughs> um. So finally, join our Facebook group, the Beast Wars Society. It's a buy, sell, trade, and discussion group. Uh, answer the questions. There's like, I think six or seven people sitting right now that have not answered the questions. Uh, <laughs> my my square. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> not not for long. Mike's like a no, hound dog, no. just hitting, hitting over that rejection button. <laughs> no, we're giving them. You have 24 hours to answer them questions. If you don't answer, ejecto cedo. And sets his watch three hours ahead. High but noon, Tex. If, if if we know you and and we we know, then it's it's a little <laughs> different. But like, yeah, yeah there's a little bit of nepotism. I don't care if I know we're not. A little bit of nepotism in this process, <laughs> but you know, you just got to hope it's it's Tyler just, that's checking you. Gotta, you. Yeah, you got to hope that I come across your name because I'm not one of them power hungry admins. I just want to see people come join and and and, and touch dicks. I just want to see people answer the fucking questions. Um, if you have time to reason. hit the button, you have time to answer the fucking questions. Oh there are three God. very simple questions. Very, very simple. Easy. You know, it's not like we're asking for credit card information just yet. Yeah, we're not. But, uh, it's a, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a, it's a fun group. It's a very active group. So you're missing out if you're being lazy about it. Yeah. All right, let's get on to the news. The Ultra Gear Stasis Lock Photo Op, bring your masterpiece cheat order pizza RoboCon June 5th through 6th, 2020 in Louisville, Kentucky for an epic galloping gyroscopic gathering of the most open cheat orders in one location. We still doing this, dog. So uh, do that, and there will be a bunch of Ultra Gear-ass cheat orders in a, in, a, in a picture. It'll be ridiculous. Why there needs to be that many cheat orders in one location? It's because it's fun. Finally... News st- wrapping up just as it stops. The Stasis Lock giveaway. Subscribe to us on YouTube if you have not already. And go to our review of Transform Element Mice Warriors and tell us your favorite rat trap moment in the comments. And uh, that'll put you in a chance to drawing and uh, to win this this fellow right here. As and uh, shout out to Agabus for supplying you, you the comment. You'll be entered to win and we'll do the draw next Wednesday. Oh, how do I yep. do this now? You don't get you to are. do it, Mike. You're on the show. <laughs> what? That's a, that's a good question, Mike. All Stasis Lock members, past and present, are exempt from the giveaway. So if you've oh, been on the show true. once, outside of a collector interview, you are exempt from the giveaway. So don't be broke and just go buy one. Shop this goes, this goes for you, uh, Micah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you, couldn't have, you didn't even know the guy. Oh, you I didn't even few, know the guy. I did. Hey, I did like a handful of episodes with him. So that, did, that is true. Y'all can throw shame. One, you did one episode. Shame. You did one episode. <laughs> no, 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 no. I did probably about five with him. No. Yeah, you no. need to go back and check. Go back and check. I, I'm not going back 180 episodes. <laughs> hey, uh, trust me. I did, broke hey, Tyler. I tell you what. I did enough episodes with the closet boy who hides from his wife. <laughs> Oh man! Just broke uh, Tyler. I, my, I did not expect that. That was just whew, that was out Those of the different times. Was, was angry, so angry good. Mike does not so reflect good. the something, something of corporate stasis. I don't know. Um, but yeah, 
You, again, <laughs> the rules. You no, go to the video. So funny. I wasn't even thinking about Micah. I thought he was dead. You subscribe to <laughs> us. Probably is. You go to the video and you comment your favorite rat trap moment. There's already a few comments there, uh, so keep that in mind. Uh, but yeah, you'll be in a, in a chance to for the drawing and like, you know, very easy, very simple to do. Uh, we will end all entries. On midnight of next Wednesday, so what would that be? The twenty second, like at the stroke of midnight, Eastern Standard Time. So you got a week, yeah. you got a yeah. week to do it. We want to make sure our audio listeners have a, a opportunity. Those who listen to it on like iTunes and stuff like that have an opportunity to go over there and give us a subscribe and give us a comment. So hell yeah! yeah. And, and uh, whenever we do the drawing, I guess uh, we'll reach out to whoever on YouTube. I don't know if you can do messaging on youtube but whoever you are you'll have to email us to uh to get us your shipping information so keep that in mind or just um tune in on next wednesday to find out well, I mean, well yeah but i'm talking shipping like information in the chat dalton whoever does win <laughs> or, or just message the facebook page whatever yeah message the facebook page or email us whatever whatever's easiest for whoever whoever wins Look, whoever wins they're away. gonna be messaging you for like hey where's the toy at <laughs> That's true, but I just I wanted to yeah. give them a means because like I know not everybody does Facebook, but everybody does email. Everybody does email, yeah. so it's good to have that option out there. So yeah, do that. Enter to win. It's a pretty sweet little figure, man. I uh, I was definitely I was messing with it. Um, gonna break Tyler's before I send it to him. Um, there you go. <laughs> it's like a tradition. Night. It's a tradition. He has to break yeah, all just... my stuff before he sends it to me. You ought to just go ahead and let me. Rodri. And didn't even yeah. tell Rodri beforehand. You ought to go ahead and let me just clip the the second peg off of that gun and super glue it together and start. Have seen what he did to my double punch. Oh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I set it on the ground and I started to step on it real slowly. Tried to put the, the full weight of my foot on it. No, no trying to get that trying to get that meat out of the claw. Yeah, yeah, he had fucking mud bugs the same night and was sucking for the real one. Meat out of the claw. <laughs> Bro, you, you are not Slurped it right up. <laughs> Where'd the butter? Yep. There was no there was no screw. There's absolutely no screw. Sam <laughs> meets a favorite rat trap moment when he was reviewed by Dakota. Jesus. <laughs> TM2DB says the IDW fans are on Twitter. <laughs> Shudder. <laughs> Man, that loud convoy picture that we posted on the Facebook page was we should have <laughs> We absolutely oh should put that on Twitter. That's funny shit. That would have that would put us on the uh, on the Twitter map for sure. Sexy Lyle Convoy. But you know, it is what it is. All right, we got a topic tonight. You think if we put that Lyle Convoy on Twitter and someone complained, would that someone delete or deactivate their account and someone else would just pick it up real quick? Mm, depending on who it is, like I would be pretty tempted to be the one that picks up the account. Hell yeah. That's, that's a callback. If you know, you know. That's a what? That's a callback. If you know, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what I like to call a pro move. But uh, I call it a dick move, but okay. You know, uh, <laughs> that's me. All right. So. Our topic tonight, what do you think the odds of Hasbro or Takara reissuing some of the various GPS-prone figures? Um, such as like Ranger, Grimlock, 
G2 Slingshot. I guess you can consider Black Zarek one of those. Electro. Uh, would you be would you be open to buying some of these older molds with the guarantee that they will never break on you? Uh, what effect would this have on the value of unbroken vintage figures? So I guess we'll tack this in increments. Um, what are the odds of them releasing these figures, Dalton? I kind of find it unlikely due to just how obscure they are. I mean, they're trying to go with just the rehash, the popular shit move. So I, I don't think it's highly unlikely at this point. Though we did get a slingshot for Combiner Wars, so... Mm, yeah, but it wasn't the original, you know? That's fair. Yeah. Mike, what about you, man? I think I could see it happening since uh, Hasbro has been doing a lot of, you know, you know, reissuing different items, older items, not necessarily being, you know, uh, Chrome, you know, or uh, G2s. When you look back on, um, what are you giggling about? Who? Who's giggling? Dalton was giggling like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> but anyway, don't, kind don't of, laugh at me. But it's kind of like a. I already don't. You know they do the um, they do the um, the reissues like uh, Soundwave and Astrotrain, and they're even tackling uh, GI Joe through Walmart as well. So I can kind of see them maybe throwing a couple of, couple that direction. Whether they'll be you know Transmetal is a different story. Well, gold plastic, but right. we're definitely well, talking about gold plastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean that's that's true too man like chrome's chrome's a flaking too you know so yeah but i mean if that jet fire is any indication the the generations one they haven't moved away from vac metal they'll just do it again and it'll still chip again and well that's what's weird dude the 10th anniversary rat trap same red chrome not chipping you know it's i wonder if they just go through like a different factory Process. for both of those for the vac metal it could have just been a fluke. Could Maybe. Yeah. Well, Tyler, what about you, man? What do you think the odds of Hasbro or Takara reissuing uh, GPS-prone figures are? It's, I don't think it'll be because it's GPS-prone. I feel like if they're to reissue it, it'll be like a big convoy situation where they want to really re uh, release something that's show accurate without putting out a Masterpiece figure because they have a Masterpiece figure coming up. Or they want to include an accessory that is that was never previously included, like the Matrix Buster. Personally, I don't see us getting another Transmetal Megatron or a Randy or anything because there's no real demand for those figures to be encored again. Uh, especially because they're out of scale, and scale is really popular among the Transformers collectors. And, I, see, uh, I disagree about the Randy, or I, I agree about the Randy thing, but I disagree about the Transmetal Megatron thing. I would look, I would like it, but there's an alternative out there by Takara already, which is the purple one, which leads me to believe that there's no reason for them to try and go the, the gold plastic route. Well, that alternative, that alternative yeah, one is also like two to three times, two to three times the cost. You know, like that's that's usually usually when you see the the reissues coming, it's because something reached an exorbitant amount. But I mean, we'll get to the cost, I guess, later. But yeah, I mean, again, I, like, I, I, definitely... I just don't think I don't think the Beast era stuff is outside of like your like big convoy is still a convoy, it's still a prime, right? Mm -hmm. 
So, like, that kind of explains why he would get an encore. But aside from him, what else have we gotten as an encore? We've gotten the Beast Machines Optimus Primal, which is just kind of uh, uh, almost a prime, I guess. He's one, like a prime-like character. Um, I think that's as close as we're going to get to a masterpiece Beast Machines Primal. Yeah, the blue big convoy. Um, but otherwise, like, I don't, I don't, honestly, I just don't think it's likely not. And especially not just because I don't think anyone in there is like, you know what? There was a lot of GPS, uh, from the Kenner days and we should go and do these fucking 20, 30 year old figures, uh, for the people that still collect them. And well, so they do the, it for 40, you know, for 35 year old figures now, you know, well, Hey, there's yeah, a lot of I mean, primes out there. Like we should make another of, G1 prime. Speaking, if you're speaking objectively, the G1 market is a lot bigger than the Beast Wars market. That's why they went from Beast Wars back to like some G1 cars and trucks and bullshit. And you're prime with the red and blue jammies and the the fucking oh hello kids and you know fucking Sam no and whatever the fuck like Sam no. It's, it's just like whatever iconic thing you you remember from Prime. Like I don't know. He's always hanging out with children for some reason and. <laughs> They all don't have their dad around, and, you know. It's just, it's enough. It's enough for me. But like, that's that's the demographic. So it makes sense for them to redo that generation because that generation still don't have parents that love them. Yeah, Neverland Ranch at Autobot City. I, I understand it. Um, yeah. Candace, what do you think the odds of them reissuing some of these are? <laughs> I gotta be honest. I don't know how much I can really offer to this topic because I wasn't really following any of this stuff until I joined you guys. And I don't know that I can speak from experience any of any toys with the GPS issue. I wasn't playing with well, them just enough like to, to break or reissuing, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say just like reissuing them in general though. Like, you know, the last time that they really did anything was for Beast Wars 10th anniversary. And... I don't think there was anything like GPS prone that was re-released. The only thing that was was like a flake prone figure, which was Rat Trap, you know. But uh, I don't know if it was because it was a flake prone figure or if it was just because like, oh, Rat Trap was a popular show character, you know. So I don't know that they would go to the trouble, so to speak, of reissuing. That's fair. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I I think it's very unlikely that they will re-release um, anything that's like specifically GPS or even like Chrome flaking uh, prone. I think we're more likely to get a show character re-released. Um, the, the Chrome, I can, would be sorry. Continue. I was going to say if they just if they can find the mold, but I honestly, don't expect it to be anything that's outside of those tenth anniversary reissues. Like, I mean, we've seen them do it with the G1 reissues, man. Like, they're not straying outside of, you know, Prime, Minibots, and a few of the Carbots. You know, to I be think, fair, like, there's 150 the G1 characters. <laughs> and that's that's true, too. But, like, how many times have they reissued the Seekers? How many times have they reissued Blaster and Perceptor? Four or five times, you know? G1 well, Truck Father, that thing's been reissued four or five times. Like, yeah. just going off of that track record, I don't think they'll they'll go outside that that bubble that they had for like the 10th anniversary stuff. No, I agree. 
So I also think that like if I don't think that the GPS and the the Chrome can be compared as a reason for reissue because like with the Chrome it was such a widespread issue across the entire like Transmetal and Transmetal Two line. You rarely had a figure that was impervious to Chrome flaking. Whereas GPS, like yeah, it was widespread for all the figures that had gold plastic, but there wasn't a lot of figures that had gold plastic. You had Grimlock and Randy. You had, um, was Big Convoy technically gold plastic? No. It's brown. No. It's brown. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then Megatron. Yeah. Like you only had like a few select figures that had the gold plastic, the mutant sound wave, which is, that's coming up in price for whatever reason. It's not even like it's a good figure. It's like, it's like one 100... of the shitty Animorph rejects, but for some for reason, people no are reason. paying those prices. Like that's ridiculous. Well, and like that's that's another thing. Like you know, to be fair, gold plastic syndrome doesn't mean just gold plastic. It's really just plastic with a swirl in it. If it's a plastic that has a swirl in it, it's prone to it. Um, it just it's degrading. Like for however, it just degrades the plastic quality. And like I, I don't understand how it works. That's just how it works. Doesn't bind well. But I, I feel guess. like if they if they ever did decide to you know redo some figures because the quality wasn't up to par, it would be that because the gold the like the the vac metal chrome plating wasn't up to par, and they'd want to redo that because of how widespread that issue was, and we'd see some of those figures get a reissue. Yeah, Brother Kyle says his transmetal megs is still in tip-top condition, but, like, that's the thing, dude. Just wait. Transform it. Eventually. Yeah, go ahead and transform it, or like just move a piece on it. You'll hear you'll hear like a squeak, and then you'll hear nothing because the piece fell off. Mine never made it out of the box. Ooh, smart! I know. It's very smart. So I bought. Oh wait, it, box, it didn't make but... it out of the box before breaking, or oh no, no, I never took it out. Oh okay, okay. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, not taking it I, out is, is the is the cash money move right there for Transmetal Megatron. I bought a brand I bought a brand new uh, Transmetal Megatron mint in box, and I opened it up, and like I was aware of gold plastic, but I was like, maybe it's just like your shitty versions and like mileage. <laughs> I thought it was like a, a, a mileage may vary type deal, but it it was later that I found out it was everything, but like. I opened it. I opened up the box. I, I took the figure out. I started transforming it. It crumbled in my hands, and I hit up the seller and I was like, "Dude, like this figure just crumbled in my hands." And he's like, "Oh, sorry, man. I'll give you a full refund." And then he just gave me all my money back. And like, wow. I was like, "All right, cool, thanks, man." But like, that was definitely my fault because he sold me a minted box figure. I was the one that opened it. <laughs> He's just <laughs> super cool, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would not have uh, refunded you if it were me. <laughs> Fucking dummy. Uh, real quick, Brother Kyle, I just sent you a video that may have you uh, feeling different about checking that out later. Um, so, okay, would you guys be open and uh, would you guys be open to buying some of these older figures with the guarantee that they will never break? And uh, I want to touch on that guarantee thing, but. Um, would you would you just be open to buying basically brand new versions of GPS figures, Dalton? Sure. Mike? Yes. Tyler. Affirmative. Candace? Hell no. No, yes, I would. I was about to be like, yo, me too, because I wouldn't be open to buying them. Um because there is no guarantee there is no guarantee. Uh, and yeah, the tenth anniversary, the tenth anniversary Dinobot <laughs> is proof of that. If you look at that thing the wrong way, 
it just it shatters. <laughs> it crumbles. <laughs> yeah, every all the plastics on the, I think everything but like the 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 plastics for the the torso and the legs are extremely brittle on that release, and and it's you know it, it, what is it eleven twelve years old now, or I guess fourteen years old now. Yeah, fourteen. Um, you know, and and it didn't have those issues when it when it came out, but now they definitely do. Uh, I have two of them: one that has not been transformed, and one that I got to robot mode and had to glue pieces back onto. Is this you the know? one that was in the cup at Robocon? No, um, <laughs> the one that I got, oddly enough, the one that I got at Robocon was the one that Brian Savage had in his office. <laughs> It may have been a, in a box in his office, but it was still like I was Savage doing with. Anyways, uh, the other, the one that I actually transformed, I bought. It was new in box. The only thing that had been removed from the box was the transmutate piece. Hmm. But that thing, yeah, that thing uh, did not survive a transformation. One slow, comfortable transfer, like just it just didn't. So like, no man, like I don't think I would be opt to uh, buy one just because i think it's it's going to be inevitable unless they for sure change that plastic mixture to not have the swirl but uh, you know I, I don't know man they would definitely have to not use the same plastic colors but at that point it's a variant and i'll, I'll buy all variants so i mean um, so far my uh generations goldfire has lasted so yeah well that's generations it came out like six oh, years great. ago didn't it yeah, I'm so, so I guess happy we'll find out in five years. Useless G1 garbage figure made it, but the rest <laughs> of our beloved Beast Wars figures didn't. Used I'm just saying that's the most recent old plastic figure I have. Don't need to jump on my case. I question your financial decisions sometimes. <laughs> just imagine. Well, yeah, he's gonna go crazy with all that money he got. Uh, TMT DB says uh, that. Uh, Says my transmetal Megatron is fine. Then again, I haven't moved him in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, again, that's the cash money move to make. Uh, oh, okay. so, you do, t- well, you do touch fuck? it. I'm just going to transform it. I'm not going to use it as a gravity <laughs> experiment. I sent him the video that Joe sent us. Oh yeah. no! I thought you were going to send him the Randy video. No, I sent him the video that Joe sent us. If, if it can't survive the drop test, is it really worth getting up? You know, picking up. I don't know. Just, just send them that uh, Randy video. Of someone squeezing it until it crumbles. Oh my god! Just shards and nonsense. Or uh, just so, you opening your Randy look, up here on the show. <laughs> this is a formal warning, brother Kyle. You're welcome to do what you want. It's your money, but like I suggest, you do not transform that thing, for you will. Have it crumble and fall between your fingers like the dust it'll of un- your dead truck father. It'll one hundred percent break. <laughs> it will one hundred percent break. Unless unless you have the Takara version, yours will one hundred percent break. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Joe, what Joe's effect got do you think? Of them. <laughs> if if they if they re-release, because like even the regular Transmetal Megatron in unbroken condition is getting up there in price. Like just because there's not a whole lot out there anymore that are unbroken. Um, I don't, so what yeah, do you, I don't like, think it's because it's Megatron. I think it's because of the condition of the figure. Yes, yeah. it's absolutely because of the condition of the figure. But if they re-release these things, do you, what like what do you think? Uh, how bad do who's, you think it would affect the value? Who's aggressively scrolling someone over? Someone over there is making their own fucking ice cream, just pounding away at something. What are you doing? <laughs> 
probably can to scout them other animals making noises over it there. Was, no, it was not me this time. Sure. That just sounded like someone was aggressively <laughs> scrolling on the computer. Probably Dakota. He's always scrolling He's shit. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Dang. wow. Damn. Damn. He caught Damn. me red handed. I wonder that? if that's the lawnmower you guys can hear in the back. Aggression. No, it, it sounds like straight up. <laughs> you can find it everywhere <laughs> at Crushed <laughs> Ice. Then that's Mike, because Mike's got a little roller on his mouse pad like a boomer. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he probably, I can't be caught clicking the clicking the thing and dragging the bar my, down when I got no, this perfect good make, rolly wheel. No, my little wheel doesn't make noises like I'm doing it right now. See? No noise. Oh, my God. Well, we can Mike, we you know what, though? I bet you I can trust Mike doesn't have one of those stupid anime uh, mouse pads with the boobs for your wrist. <laughs> no, Why are you laughing, doll? Nice. I feel, I feel personally attacked myself. <laughs> Dakota's like 100% more likely than me. Yeah. It's for true. Dude, don't hate the anime boobs. Don't hate, don't hate on the anime boobs. So. What the hell? Seriously, okay, who what is, is that? Who is yeah, what is that? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's Tyler, bro. Fucking this motherfucker, whoever smelt it, dealt it. That's fucking Tyler. I'm sitting what on the think? couch in my underwear. I'm not on a roof anywhere. Oh. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yo, okay. The thing. That's, I'm in my quarantine what... jammies. Quarantine jammies. <laughs> What do you think them uh, reissuing would have uh, an effect on the value of the vintage if they did do it, Dalton? It might, but I don't think so because it's still just that original figure in that condition like we were speaking about earlier. Like you're so, paying for the condition of the figure instead of just the character. Well, Okay, so if they like say, well, I mean, then, then it would. Then I think it would affect the value of the vintage. Like, if it was Megatron, they come out with a new Transmetal Megatron, well, no one's going to get anything for the one that's like 99% positive for sure going to break. Let me ask you, you know? Let me ask you this. Did the, re- did the reissue of Blue Big Convoy affect the Lucky Draw? No, because it's a variant. Uh, Well, before Dalton jumped in and answered that like a fool. Um... <laughs> That's the thing. Like, dude, that really is an apples to oranges comparison because that's a lucky draw. I know that for me personally, it took the lucky draw off of my radar. Uh, While I would still pay over $1,000 for it, I would not pay the the asking price at that time for it. I just wouldn't do it because, I mean, it's still a lucky draw. I think a, a better question to ask would be, did the recent Walmart hot rod reissue bring the price down of the original G1 hot rod? That I, I don't keep up with those prices. Well, Mike, you're old as dust. Did it, did it do anything <laughs> to that price? I don't even know what a hot rod is, so. He's a murderer. King Slayer. He killed my he killed my truck father. Well, uh, you know, Fort Max, that's I think that's that's probably the prime example. Uh, yeah. Reissue Fort Max came out, all the originals plummeted. Yep. You know, that's at least a mass released figure. It's not like a lucky draw, you know. Man, that, that guy who sold it just before that announcement must have been laughing on the way to the bank. Mm-hmm. I bet he was not taking refunds, I'll tell you that. Oh, one hundred percent. Um but then there's like I don't know, dude. Uh, 
God, I just I just had it too. Like as far as like value affecting, um, oh shit, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. But yeah, I, I, I don't. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, so, Mike, do you think like if they reissued some of these extremely prone to breaking figures, that it would affect the secondary market? Absolutely. In a negative or a positive way? In a negative, I mean, why would someone want to pay top dollar for something that, like you said, is going to crumble? I mean, you you said it perfectly. I was in the market to buy a G1 Fort Max until I heard the Encore being released. Well, I halted my brakes right then and there, and I waited, and I got the reissue. Yeah. So, yeah, for me personally, yeah, I'll buy, I'll buy, I'll buy a reissue before I buy vintage nowadays because one, nine times out of ten, unless you're at a convention, you don't know what you're buying online. You don't know what kind of condition it really is in. That's a good point, too. But, I mean, there's crazies out there that definitely want the vintage released. Uh, I'm lumping myself into those, that, you know, crazies uh, bracket because, like, I do, I want the vintage figure, but... I'm also not against picking up a reissue, you know? So, Tyler, what about you, man? You think it'll affect the aftermarket price? I hope so. <laughs> Look, Candace, what about you? I'm one of, hang on, I'm not done. I'm, okay. I'm one of those few people. <laughs> I'm one of those few people. I want a reissue of the fucking BotCon Fractal and Pack Rat. So the fucking group that's selling it for what, $1,000 or $1,500 has a fucking piece of shit grin on his face when he has to sell that shit for $25 because it's going for $25 at Walmart now. Like, you're going to hold it above everyone else's head. No, pay me top dollar. No, wait. Takara, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know? Oh, man, I want to like, I... watch the blood drain from their face as their fucking stupid little nerd ass panics because all the money that they just spent and they collect imagine spending a thousand dollars to buy that to try and flip it for fifteen hundred and then a, a, a reissue comes out and it's twenty five dollars at walmart and no one wants your stupid fucking piece of shit ass <laughs> tm2db said woof softy boy over here <laughs> you goddamn right <laughs> Yep. Because I, at the see, end of the day, it comes down to value, and there's no way that those figures objectively should cost that much. It's just supply and demand, and people are dumb for paying those prices. So I paid. I think I paid three hundred for my set, and I'm not in the market to flip it. Even if someone you know slapped fifteen hundred dollars down right in front of me and said, "Give me," I would tell them, "No, absolutely not." You'd be like, um, "No, what are you talking about?" First. But at the same time, like I like I don't want them to reissue those. I think it affects the value. Even though like I had pl- I plan on doing nothing with that value. Um it's it's a weird fucking like situation I'm in. Like I have a very strange feelings uh about that. So I don't know. But I mean I definitely see where you're coming from. I know if I didn't have them, I would be like, "Yeah, reissue these, please." But it's not even like it's just a shitty practice to. It's like scalping when you buy a whole wave of something that you know is not going to come out again, so you can sell it, it for double not. or triple or quadruple the price. Bullshit, it ain't. It's not at all like scalping. Bullshit, it ain't. You it's... know who the fucking heroes are? The guys that bought the five or six or eight fucking 
Botcon, uh, Sandstorm, or not Sandstorm, Double Punch, um, and and uh, Barbarian, and sold them for a hundred bucks a pop, or hundred fifty bucks a pop, to collectors that actually wanted them. Those are the heroes. Could have sold them for fucking shitty BBTS prices of four hundred and fifty dollars for the pair, but no, these fucking That's a, that was that was still, hang on, that was still a solid price for that pair. Like, it, and it speaks to that because like they sold out within a day. You know, they had they had at least eight of them. They sold out within a day. Like those two were, you know, fuck. I, I paid three hundred a piece for both of them, and like I was like, man, good on anyone who can get them for four fifty. You know. Well, the guy who sold you yours was not a hero. The guy who did this for me was, and I'm sorry that you had to break it for me. Um, <laughs> Jesus, <Wow. man. laughs> what's with you? What's with you? Fucking, it's you and my buddy Matt. My buddy Matt's the same way. He's like, he broke my hard copies, and I'm like, I know I didn't. Um, but like, you know, I don't like, again, like I'm not, I'm not at all upset that I paid 150 extra where eight people paid, you know, uh, less than that. Uh, it's just like, that's just the game. Like sucks to suck nerd. You paid the late tax, like deal with it or don't, you know? Well, if that's the mentality and that's the way that it is, then when these things do get reissued, don't fucking bellyache. Sucks to suck, nerd. That's the that's, late sale. That's see, that's the thing. I don't think I would bellyache. Like, but again, I'm in that bracket where like I would still pick up the reissue. Um, but I also don't think that them reissuing it would affect the price of the original. There's more that's going to come with that original. First of all, the the way it was presented, the presentation, the box, the insert, the comic, that shit's not going to come with a reissue. There's no way it's going to come with a reissue. They'll probably be carded on their own, which at that point would make me want to, like, I think I would want those more because they would be individually carded. But, like, I would still at least hold value in the the original set. Like, and, and the, the I think, I think I finally remember what I was going to say earlier. Um, you know, like, a, a G1 Optimus Prime, because it's the best example, with the original box and insert and all that shit from the 80s, is worth hand over fist more than any of the reissues. Any of them. Yeah. You know, a lot of it comes down, you know, obviously to mold differences over the years. And it just, you know, but again, it all really and truly ultimately comes down to the way they're packaged. Uh, and I, I just don't think that, like, personally, I don't think the, if, if they were to reissue some of the stuff, I don't think it would really affect the aftermarket value. And, Obviously, it depends, right? Like, if you have a minty sealed transmetal Megatron, it's not like, and they reissue it, it's going to be reissued in a different box. Like, 90% positive on that, just basing off of the 10th anniversaries and then even the more recent G1 issues. If not a different box, an insert, whatever. Um, where I still don't think it'll, it'll affect that one, but it will 100% affect any open specimens. And I think that's, uh, I think that's that's where it would get into it. But I, I think overall, no, not with a broad brush stroke like that. So TM2DB raises a, a very awesome uh, point. Um, if if you enjoy it any less more, if you do you enjoy it any less more if you pay more or less? And I guess it just depends on what it is. Like I, I definitely uh, put up or shut up for that green Ramulus. And if they talk about a reissue, out that's only going to cost whatever 30 bucks uh i'm not going to enjoy the one that i 
spend a bukoodle of money on any less because mine's like mine's a fucking original. Like it's it's the one. And I think the same would be said for uh, Fractal and Packrat. Like I would still 100% enjoy my originals just because I know that they are the vintage originals. You know? Yeah. I mean, look, don't don't take me too, too seriously. I'm just shit-staining my nighty-whities for dramatic <laughs> yeah, effect. But, like, honestly, like, when it comes down to it, to me, the, those figures will never be worth that price. And if they get reissued, I'll definitely buy them because they look cool. But it's not something, like, I, it's not something I'm pining after. I'm not hoping that they get reissued because I want to fuck the people that are selling them at a high price or I, I don't think, you know what I mean? Like, more Tyler, power if they you. get reissued, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come to Canada. I'm gonna go to your area, and I'm just gonna like swipe all the WalMarts clean. Well, at least then you make it to TFCon. <laughs> I still probably wouldn't go. <laughs> I know you probably wouldn't. That's um, okay. I just come to your house, and I'd, I, you know, just I'd, I'd be like, "Hey, dude, look, I got all the reissue fractal and pack rats. They're they're out in the rental car. Uh, you know, a thousand dollars to repair." Is what I'll, I'll sell them to you for. You know, I'm just a swell friend. I'm just a swell friend. All right. Candace, what about you? Do you think uh, it would have any effect on the value of unbroken vintage figures? Candace, repeat after me. I. I. Don't. Don't. Give. Give. A. A. Shit. Shit. Woo. I didn't know she cussed. <laughs> I, love how she, I love how she said it like it was one of those those comic, <laughs> the big comic pals. Shit. Pow. <laughs> First, Tyler, I thought you were going to tell her to, to say, I don't give a fuck. And then if she was to fuck, I'd be like, oh, you're going to hell. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would say that. But Fudge. Uh, <laughs> Fudge. <laughs> um. Do I think it would have an effect on the vintage? I think, I don't know. I don't know. If it would, maybe a little bit. Maybe, and maybe only on the loose ones. Like you said, Dakota, like like the original, the vintages in their boxes and mint and blah, blah, blah might might go up more or whatever. For me, I, I don't really care. I've got mine. That I've, that I've had for Beast Wars <laughs> had for forever now. <laughs> and I'm not searching too much for, for those. So um, I don't know that it would really have an effect, though, on the originals. Yeah, it's I don't tricky... know. It's, it's, it's Beast yeah. Wars. I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't think they have the Beast same Wars. value as the, <laughs> the G1 stuff. What I mean? It's more sentimental for me. Yeah, that's yeah. understandable. Um, Ghost War Peter says, I don't think it'll affect the value of the original figures. The original and the new will be their own market. It's like the original Primal and Megs and the 10th anniversary. People sell them on eBay as either original or 10th anniversary and price them as such. Uh, the original usually being uh, way higher. Uh, so it's been a long time since I've looked up the values of those figures, but for the longest time, the 10th anniversary Primal and Megs, like even opened, were going for more than the originals. Um, no, no, no more. But it's also because they had different decos and different <sighs> molding. But you know, I think just a straight up reissue, 
same plastics and paints and all that um, is definitely a, a different story. But stuff like like the tenth anniversary, where it is different plastic colors and different paint apps and, and things like that, uh, you know, at, at that point, like yes, there is a an individual market for each. You know, like if if they reissued Scorponok and you know they they did it in show colors with a, a lighter gray uh, and and you know some different paint apps and things like that. I think that would be a, a a way different ball game. So I don't know. Does anybody else have anything they want to add to this, or uh, we about ready to get on out of here? Uh, I don't really think no that this. But I got word from Oscar Alonso that my piece is done. And he showed me an update. And, man, this thing looks fantastic. I can't wait to post it to the Facebook page. Did you say pizza? Yes, Mike. I said pizza. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm going to see. You got to change the frequency. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Mike, did you, did you ever eat the uh, the pizza on the on the corral buffet? Did you ever get into it? No, I didn't touch that. It's in football. Okay, but the, hey, the cheese, hey, the cheese out of the can, I was all over that. Uh, touch, the, touch the chocolate fountain <laughs> that the kids stick their fingers in. No, I don't do that. Uh, uh, Everything on that buffet. Hash browns covered in cheese, biscuits and gravy, sausage. You're, you know? you're ridiculous. You're absolutely so, ridiculous. Actually, I might, I might actually have something to add to this topic. If, okay, if it's not too late. Well, let's do you go think third-party offering of these botcon figures do anything to the value, or is that <laughs> not just no. at Well, why is a reissue different from a third-party offering? Well, it's it's because it's official, and like at the end of the day, that's that's going to hold more weight and value than uh, a third-party option. Like it's no, just it's just fact. What I'm like, saying is, when you <laughs> reissue something, it takes the original price down. Like the the secondary market price down because the the reissues there. But why does a third party offering not do the same? Because you are getting a variant of that figure that is in some ways can be superior for cheaper than what you would be paying the aftermarket price after market price of the original. <laughs> like you know but, what I'm saying, right? Again, yeah, and and the the answer is still the same because that's a third party offering because it is not the original mold or it's not you know it's it's, it's not an official release and a perfect not example official. of that. Yeah, official. The perfect <laughs> the perfect Resource. example of that is Mastermind Creations reformatted Jaguar. I mean, because that was that was meant to be you know Beast Wars Ravage uh, built into the robot mode. And X9 Ravage is still over $200 at the cheapest, you know, even though there is that third party option to, to get yourself a Beast Wars Ravage, you know, it's obviously it's not uh, 100% show accurate, but it wasn't meant to be. Uh, the original toy isn't either, um, but it, it didn't affect the X9 Ravage market at all It's because it's third party. I mean, would anybody else disagree? True enough. No. Yeah. Third party trash. Uh, no I disagree. I disagree with that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eh. What do you do? What do you do? 
All right. Well, it's been fun. Before you leave, check out some cool shows such as Shattercast Uncut, Enter the Realm, Toy Detox, Figa Bangin', Fears of Bolters 40K, Plastic Fanatics, Breaking the Mold, Nerd Rage Radio, Fresh Communications, Building Up to It, Verbally Challenged, and one of my favorites, Masterpiece Shit Piece Theater, and a few honorable mentions such as The Nerds Have Spoken, Total Package Podcast, Blackout and Shout, All Queued Up, Off the Runner, Cybercast, Galactic Gumbo, Dick Bird's Nest, and Around 30 Minutes with Matthew Deluxe Baldwin. And we Did will... anyone's life just flash before their eyes? I swear <laughs> we were going in slow motion there for a second. <laughs> He's just trying to squeeze some few, a few more seconds out of this. I just, uh, oh just didn't. Goodness. Yeah, caught you off guard. You were expecting it. You are expecting it to be too quick. Well, I got a topic for next week, but we All will right. talk about that next week. On Stasis Log. <laughs>